Hey guys, and welcome to the Coffee and Turner Syndrome podcast. My name is Brooke. Pour yourself your favorite cup of coffee, and let's hop into today's episode. Hi guys, welcome back. So today I want to just take a few minutes to talk about something that I've been thinking a lot about ever since I heard about it and um, I really just want to kind of process it with you guys a little bit and share some information. Um, so we recently in the Turner Syndrome community have had quite a few losses. It's been so sad to see it's just heartbreaking every time i see something pop up um usually for me i find out in the turner syndrome facebook group i'm in and there's one particular case that i want to talk about because it's been getting a lot of attention for what had been involved in it um and so to give you a little bit of information um, I don't want to use names or too many details just because it's not really my story to share. I just want to talk through the big point that's being talked about. There was a butterfly that had been um, fighting against dissection which is where the aortic valve, aortic coarctation, it's dissection. Um, it's the heart problem, basically. And she had been recovering from it and she contracted COVID-19. And in people talking about her case, there was a lot of leaving out the other parts of what was going on and saying she died from COVID-19. Now, there's a whole lot of debate going on about what constitutes a COVID-19 death and what doesn't, and there's so much information out there that I don't really wanna get into right now, but it's a complicated conversation that's going on <laughs> in every medical community. Um, there is a lot of debate on different aspects of that but what I really wanted to point out or what I really wanted to talk about was the dynamics of Turner syndrome and COVID-19. I did a video months ago talking about COVID-19 and what the risks were for those with Turner syndrome um how I was approaching it what I kind of was thinking about it as far as if we are at higher risk and things like that. You obviously need to do your own research, talk to your doctors, like I'm not a medical, medical expert, this is not medical advice. I am in no way prescribing anything, I'm, I'm simply sharing my viewpoint on this. Um, so to kind of use that idea of coexisting conditions, um, this is a perfect conversation to have as an example of how it could affect us in that whether we are more susceptible or not, the health complications that come with Turner syndrome leave us in a position 
that it would not be fun for coexisting conditions like that to happen. So in this situation, there was a whole lot going on. There was not just one thing happening. There was a whole lot of things going on medically and had been for a while before COVID-19 ever came into the situation. So I wanted to kind of a little bit reiterate, a little bit expand on what I was talking about in my first video with whether you could put us in the higher risk category or not, we have a lot of reasons to just even more be taking the best care of ourselves that we can. Staying up on any tests that we need to have as much as we can. Um, doing the things we know are good for us and take care of us to be in the best health we can be. It is something that we do have more likelihood to have a less than stellar immune system at times. I know, I certainly do. So with that, it is just even more important to try to take the best care of ourselves as we can and you personally know what that looks like for you. So when you're hearing these stories, whether it has to do with COVID-19 or not, it is easy to have it scare you. Um, I know it certainly, when I read this particular story, it really hit me just how quickly things can change. But I do my best when these stories come up to take what I can from them and learn from them and not let them make me fearful and really just take whatever I can glean from it moving forward. It's always sad, it's always heartbreaking, and it always puts me in a little bit of a funk for a little bit when I read more of those. It's sobering. It's really humbling to read it, and it can be daunting and overwhelming and really, really scare you if you let it. This is our version of getting that really bad diagnosis in our parents' story. For our parents, getting that diagnosis, getting the, the scary information, um, hearing the low level of survival, like all of that in that situation for our parents, this is ours in our situation. This is ours in our experience. We have to know how to navigate hearing these stories while living with the same condition and having a chance at those same health complications. We can't predict what's gonna happen. No test is going to tell you something is going to change at this point. Everything's okay now, but it's gonna change here. So be prepared. They're, they're not gonna tell you that. You have to be ready yourself. You have to just do what you can. And so not only taking care of yourself in the best way you can, but also being prepared for if something happens. Letting people know around you, not in a fearful way, but just to make sure that key people know these are the things I am at risk for. And so if this happens, do this. Um, you can also put on your phone medical contact information. Um, you can have alert bracelets made. 
Um, there's a whole lot of different things you can do. You can get a medical card. You can have so many things on you to help in case something does happen. So they know who to contact. They know what they might be dealing with. It is going to just do what you can to make the situation as best as you can with what's in your control. Those are the things I try to find in these stories. You know, you, you take a moment and it's sobering and and scary and that's not something you want to deny or forget or push aside. It is scary. It is something that it is something that changes you um because you can't hear these stories without being affected. Um and I don't have any special words I can say to make that aspect of it go away. All I can say is I understand. I am feeling the same things. And hopefully we can all just take this as a reminder to take the best care of ourselves we can and be as prepared as we can. And I hope that was helpful. <laughs> I, I know these stories are really difficult. Um, and at, at some point, I hope they are rare. I hope they stop being something we have to learn how to navigate. But until that point, I think we can all kind of come together to work through it and go through it together. So I am praying for everybody. Um, I'm praying for everybody involved in all of the stories that I read. And I hope that this helped. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Coffee and Turner Syndrome. If you would like to support the podcast, I do have listener support set up on Anchor. And if you'd like to leave me a voice message, I would love to hear from you. Don't forget, you can find the video version of this podcast on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash brooktv. Make sure you're subscribed so you see when the next one comes out. And I will see you guys in the next episode.